0: On today's Q&A episode, if a client is willing to pay by the hour or by the project, which one should you choose? That's part of Penny Goo's question, and our answer might surprise you. You're listening to Freelance to Founder. Here we go. I'm Preston. And I'm Clay. And this is Freelance to Founder. You're listening to a Q&A episode where listeners like you from around the world write in to ask us questions about freelancing or building an agency. We've each built multiple six or seven figure businesses. On this show, we're changing the lives of everyday freelancers just like you. Discovering this podcast a few months ago really like changed the trajectory of my journey. Really, really valuable
1: stuff. I've made a ton of notes and I plan to put this stuff into action immediately.
0: Discovering that I'm a founder instead of a freelancer has been amazing for me.
1: If you're ready to push past hourly rates and build a business that sets you free, then you've got to join us.
0: Just submit your question at freelance2founder.com slash ask and we'll do our best to answer it. And we'll be right back with today's question right after this. just. just 20 minutes for an insane, effective home workout. That's because Hydro Hey there and welcome to this Q&A episode of Freelance to Founder. As many of you may know, we do these question and answer episodes each Tuesday and our full coaching sessions with freelancers just like you on Thursdays. So we'll do a short Q&A today and then we'll catch you this coming Thursday with a full length coaching episode. Uh, joining me on the air today is Clay Mosley from GetDripify.com. Hey Clay.
1: Hey man, how's it going?
0: Going well? Not sure if I introduced myself because we we do batch record these. <laughs> but my <laughs> name is I, uh, I'm at Milo.co. And uh, and we're gonna answer uh, actually a question today. I don't I don't know. <laughs> my guess is that this is not this person's real name. If it is, I'm sorry I laughed. But it's a it's like a a cool branded name. But I don't think it's a real name. Question. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you question.
1: can edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna totally edit this
0: out. This question Clay though comes from. Penny Goo, penny Goo. So you tell me. That Real could, name?
1: I mean, it depends on where this person's from. <laughs> I
0: mean... Yeah, you're right. I mean, there.
1: it reminds me of... I don't remember what movie it was, but somebody was in a classroom teaching, and they say... They were doing roll call, and they said, Cook Poo? Is anybody here? Is Cook Poo here? <laughs> and they thought it was a joke, but it was actually somebody from i don't remember asia or something it was real
0: now was a comedy it was a comedy movie so like sure <laughs> i i think i think um the name penny goo is is less uh is less my concern or less the reason that i think <laughs> and more that that like what are the odds that your first name is penny goo and your last name is penny goo yeah Feels i don't know like, i don't know but in any case Penny Goo. We're going to answer your question today. In any
1: case, we're going to edit out the, the first two minutes of this video. <laughs> um,
0: let's read the question here. It says, uh, Penny Goo says, um, I'd like advice on how to price a freelance SEO job for WordPress. I've identified specific things that need to be changed, mostly optimizing their graphics. I imagine it would only take a few hours, but I want to make sure I leave enough time in case I hit any snags. So I think for me, this is like less about pricing SEO stuff. In case you're listening and you're like, I don't do SEO, right? This I think is going to open an interesting conversation more about pricing. Mm -hmm. So Penny Goose says, I want to price this SEO job. Uh, I want to make sure I leave enough time in case I hit any snags. They want to be they wanted to pay me by the hour, but also are open to a project basis. Any thoughts?
1: Yes, I have thoughts.
0: Go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, don't do hourly. I think that's pretty clear if you've yeah. ever watched or listened to our episodes. <laughs> yeah. So many times we say don't do hourly.
0: Um, and, and really quickly, what's the like 20-second version of why we, why we say don't do hourly?
1: Uh, because us as human beings, uh, we relate hourly to cheap. Hmm. Think about all the jobs in the world, and who gets paid hourly and who gets paid salary. Yep. What's the difference, right? Yep. You guys can put that together.
0: Yeah. And for me, it's also the the piece of like you get punished for being better. You get paid yes. hourly, so if you're faster, mm. if you're more efficient, you get punished because it takes you less time.
1: Well, it reminds me of uh, there's like a a meme or something on the internet where like this big cruise ship is broken. You know what I'm talking about?
0: I haven't seen that now.
1: Okay. So there's, there's a, there's a, there's a cruise ship or some sort of ship, big, big boat that's broken. And the captain or whoever is like, we haven't been able to fix it. So we're going to hire you for, I don't remember the amount, but it was like $20,000 or whatever, 50,000. You can name anyways. It's a high price. And uh, the guy's like, Okay, I could fix it. It's like fifty grand. And the the captain's like, okay, great. And he literally the, the guy, the mechanic, literally takes a hammer, hits it once, and says, It's fixed. <laughs> yeah, okay. And it was fixed. And the guy was like, Okay, I'm not gonna pay fifty grand for that. And the guy was the mechanic's like, Well, I spent ten years like learning where to hit the hammer. Yeah. Right. Even though it only took me one hit. It's worth fifty grand, right? So yeah. if you charge hourly, like you can't really do that shit.
0: Yeah, that's true. I the only the only so I love that story, and I've heard all sorts of variations. Now that you've explained it, um, the only thing I hate though is that he justifies that he's like, well, I went to college and and learned where to hit it, and I've practiced in the field for twenty years and know where to hit it and, and whatever. Like for me, it's like that stuff doesn't matter. What matters is you pay. You agreed to pay me. 50 grand to get your <laughs> yeah. vote moving again. That's what you care yeah, about. You care about. Getting that's your... true. And like, and um, Chris Doe too is always like, uh, so if, so just because I can do it quicker, you want to pay me less. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then it sort of puts this client in this catch 22. Cause it's like, so you value if I, you value it more. If I do, it, if I take longer to do it, you want me to take longer. You'll pay me more <laughs> if I take longer. Right. Which is what hourly, which is coming back to Pennygoose question like this is that's hourly. Yep. You're actually valuing something taking longer to accomplish instead of getting to the end goal of getting the ship moving again more quickly is like, no, if, if you take longer to do that, we'll reward you with higher pay. So anyway, this is what
1: this is what doesn't make sense with the legal industry. Right. Like, why would you pay a, a divorce attorney an hourly rate? They are they are uh, incentivized to make sure your divorce gets drawn out. Mm. Right, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Yeah, anyway that's such a let's point. let's move on. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> that was supposed to. That was way more than twenty seconds. That was my <laughs> So, so you said I have thoughts first. Don't charge by the hour, and then I took us yep. off on that that tangent. Do you have any other thoughts? To be fair,
1: too, I I also went on a tangent. <laughs> um, yeah, I do project, and um, you know, I think this really depends too on on it's just good old econ one oh one supply and demand mm. you know i i think that's a factor and what i mean by supply and demand i mean like how booked are you right um yep. which is which is demand right yep. and how much supply do you have which is your time Yep. um if you have high demand and low supply you should charge higher if it's opposite you should charge lower Yep, my opinion.
0: Yeah. I think for me this is also So we always have people saying, like, should I charge by the hour or by the project? And what that excludes is the option of charging by the value that you provide. So consider for a minute this is your client, right? And they have a some sort of SEO job. Mm-hmm. So let's let's consider just for just for illustration, the most extreme scenario. Okay. So let's say this SEO job is suddenly all of their articles on their website that they use to generate new business for their company all of their articles dropped to the second page of google which no one ever goes to right Mm -hmm. let's say that's the problem so so penny goo is is hired now to solve that problem how much is that problem being solved worth to this company Hmm. even if she charges 150 dollars an hour If she can solve that problem in 10 hours, that's only $1,500. Depending on the company, like this problem being solved is worth way more than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you have to sometimes step back and not even say by the project or by the hour. You also, you have to say like, what is this actually worth? It's that whole idea of the ship moving. What is it worth to get this ship moving again, regardless of what it takes, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's a mind frame thing, right? It's like the people that... The clients who look at costs um based off duration, how long it's gonna take. I think those people I generally speaking, I think those people probably have a hard time like with growth. Yeah, why Business do you say that? Well, it's a difference it, it is, it's a difference in mind frame. So like if I were to ask, if somebody if somebody were talking to me about, let's just in this example, SEO services, and they have a let's just say they they're on the second page, they need to be on the first page, what does that work to them, right? So if I were talking to those people, I I wouldn't ask them um how wh- what am I trying to say? I wouldn't ask them how many hours are you willing to pay, right? That's a much different scenario versus, hey, if you could write a check right now and this problem could be solved tomorrow, what is that worth to you? What is that worth to your business and your bottom line? Yeah. That's a much different question because like, it now takes the time equation out. um, And then now you can basically write your own check, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And, and that becomes like an awkward question to ask, right? You have to figure out how to ask that question, but maybe in a, by not yeah. asking that specific question. Cause you know, it's sort of like, it's sort of like when you uh, go to buy furniture or a car or something and they're like, well, what's your budget? And you don't want to tell them <laughs> your budget because then they just find right yeah. up to your budget. Right. I think the way I think the way you would ask this
1: though is like you could say, "Hey, how much do you rev? How much if you had to guess? How much of your revenue comes from Google?"
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And let's just say, "Oh, yeah. well, we do a million dollars in revenue a year. Uh, three hundred thousand of it is directly from Google." Exactly. And and, and then you at ask that those point, questions
0: can, like yeah. amid lots of other questions you're asking to learn more about their business. So it's like, "Oh, tell me about your business. Oh, great. Tell me about how you get customers. Tell me about." Um, tell mm-hmm. me about why this is a problem. And they're like, well, we usually get, you know, this much business from Google. And, and now because we've dropped page two, we're not getting that. And it equates to, yeah, $300,000 a year or something. And, and then you're, you're tapping into that as a freelancer and going, oh, yeah. this is a $300,000 problem for them Yeah, to charge them $10,000 for this. If I can deliver on it is nothing right nothing yeah um, and it's
1: your it's your job to like this is just good old sales training too right mm. i've i've had tons of sales training and this is what you're tapping into is the emotions and so it, i think you could even go even further and be and you can ask the person okay well this is a $300,000 problem right and you can say it in different words i would say it directly like that if i were you mm. um but i i would say okay this is a $300,000 problem potentially um what would it what would happen if you, if your business was reduced by $300,000 a year? Like yeah. what would, what would happen? And then they can go and things like, well, you know, we'd have to lay off a whole bunch of employees or might have to shut our business down, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting into emotions. Yeah. And then at that point you can charge a really high ticket.
0: And, you know, to listeners, they might feel like this is manipulative or, or like sleazy sales tactics. I, I would disagree. Um, I think it's understanding your value. When people say like, understand your value and charge what you're worth. This is what people are talking about. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, if, if you can actually solve a $300,000 problem for someone for $10,000, you're, you're providing a fantastic service, right? (laughs) Nowhere else in, in a business can you spend 10 grand and make 300, you just, yeah. it's unheard of, right? And so, um, I yeah, I think it's just important to understand where you fall in that chain of particularly revenue, new customers. And this is super easy for people in in marketing spaces like SEO. Sometimes it can be a little more difficult. Like if I'm a graphic designer and a client wants to hire me for like daily social media posts uh, and then it's, and then, you know, it's like, well, how much are these worth to you? And they're like, well, it's worth twenty five dollars a graphic. And you're like, well, no, no. What I mean is, right? And it kind of, kind of is harder to to justify sometimes. But that's your yeah. job as a freelancer, as a salesperson, as a marketer, is to get to the point where you can say, this thing that I'm offering you is worth five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, you know, five hundred dollars a month, whatever you decide. Um, and and you yeah. have to, I think, be bold and, and courageous in that way to to be able to give pricing like that. I think it's I think it's pretty
1: ironic because I think to your point where some people might think it's sleazy. Um, I also disagree with that. I'm, I'm with you. Um, it's you know the client that's willing to pay ten thousand dollars for to fix a three hundred thousand dollar problem. They don't think it's sleazy. That's they right. are happy to They're write thrilled. that check. <laughs> yeah. Now the people <clears throat> the people that do think it's sleazy um, are usually people in your profession, same profession that can do the same thing who charge a fraction of the price and they're just pissed that they didn't get the job Mm. in my opinion. Mm. And, and to like, to be real, I, like when I was doing websites, dude, I was charging 12, 15 K a website, which for just a pretty standard brochure type website, right? Like they look good. They function really well. You could go find a freelancer out there that will do the same thing for a thousand or even less and build the exact same website the difference is is that I have a brand name and I have a trust factor and I'm really good at sales yeah and people value that
0: yeah for sure I think it's I think it's about identifying what people value right mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. no matter how you spin it that's why it's called value-based pricing and it's the hardest kind of pricing to get started yeah. with but once you figure that out it really can change your business and and you um, and it can help you look at pricing in a whole new way. And and you're right. Like this idea of like a sleazy salesperson, um, mostly that sentiment comes from those of us on the sales side. And those of us who are web designers, writers, graphic designers, illustrators first, right? And then we realize as a freelancer, we have to go out and do sales. And we're like, oh, sales is so like slimy. Yeah. No, if you're adding value to people, then you're adding value. And yes, that costs money to add value mm-hmm. to people's businesses, but that's going to be okay and people expect that. All right. Another another one for the books. Uh, cool. Hopefully, Penny Goo, Penny Goo, Penny Goo. Hopefully that was helpful. Uh, Clay Mosley from GetDripify.com. I've been Preston Lee from Millo.co and uh, this has been a Q&A episode of Freelance to Founder. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya. See ya.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Freelance to Founder, a collaboration between Milo Dripify, and The
0: Podglomerate. You can find links to my business, Milo, Clay's business, Dripify, and of course, our podcasting partner, The Podglomerate, all in the description of this episode.
1: Remember to call in for your own episode at FreelanceToFounder.com.
0: A very special thank you to the members of the Milo and Podglomerate teams who work behind the scenes to make this production possible.
1: To stream past episodes, visit FreelanceToFounder.com or search "Freelance to Founder" wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it for now. Until next time, see ya. We
0: will see you guys on the next episode of Freelance To Founder.